Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s and today. Playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and more. So grab a beer and turn it up. Ten, it's time for the Headbangers nine, Vault. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb and filling in for the schmutz tonight would be... Hey, it's Nicky Lane here, live and large. The schmutz is busy tonight with his concert venue, so Nicky Lane is in town and he's filling in. And we also have another guest that has not been on the show for almost a year. And who would that be? Woody. Well, he's finally on. It cost us a lot of money to get him on, but... He's, he's back. He's, yeah. You know, he's, I got to be honest with you, I'm jet lagged. <laughs> okay. We had a late night last night. <laughs> so tonight, fellas, we're going with a little Tesla. I've never heard much about Tesla. I've heard him mentioned a few times, but. It's been a long time coming for these guys. Yep. We're going to get into these guys hot and wait, heavy. Wait, wait a second. So you flew me in here to talk about Tesla. I thought we were talking about the vehicles. No. Oh, not I'm tonight. Totally prepared then. No Tesla vehicle here. That'd be a little too expensive for us. Yeah, we're on a well, <laughs> jet lag myself. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, fellas. Tesla, American rock band from Sacramento, California. Late 1981, bassist Brian Wheat, guitarist Frank Hannon formed the band, which was called City Kid at the time, which that's kind of a dumb name. Well, have you seen some of the names they had? I mean, some of these names were ridiculous. They didn't use their imagination. Luckily, a lot of them changed their names, and they sounded cool. Well, I wonder how many of them were the record companies. Like, you know, hey, we want to sign you, but you have a really crappy name. Well, a lot of them. You're right. Yeah. Even management would be like, um, no. (laughs) First album, Nicky Lane? Well, the first album, their debut studio album was a mechanical renaissance december 8th 1986 yeah released by geffen records peaked at number 32 on the charts remember buying this album resonance by the way columbia what did i say (laughs) i I wonder why that's on your mind Uh, yeah so anyway yeah as, as, as most people know, I just got back from a nine-week stint at the Ohio Renaissance Festival, so I got renaissance in my brain. He stopped by to visit us, and here we are. Yeah, these guys had a cool sound for the days of hair metal bands. These guys were not hair metal. Thank you for that correction, Woody. Well, I figured it was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> Even had a little cover tune on here. A lot of people didn't realize this. The first album was on Geffen, wasn't it? Yes. That's really kind of impressive, especially for back 
in the in that time yeah it was huge because if and you would have heard my introductions uh, so worried about how i pronounced i didn't that stop album, you i just <laughs> you would have heard me say that it was released on geffen records oh <laughs> <laughs> be one fun fact this song was originally done by the british new wave group called phd in 1981 and do not listen to that version because it sucks. This is a lot better. It sucks or sucks? It sucks. <laughs> well, this this album <laughs> the was... Word police over here. <laughs> the album was made at Bearsville Studios in Bearsville, New York. Okay. And the length of the album is 53 minutes and 28 seconds. So the producer... Was it the producer, um, Steve Thompson... Michael, Michael, and also Michael um, um, Barbarian. Barbarian? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll go with that. Not Barbarian. <laughs> but. Again, the Ohio Renaissance Festival coming out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Steve Thompson, he did Guns N' Roses and uh, yes. Madonna, John Lennon. I mean, he's done quite a few. Yeah. Yeah, for the debut, it had three hit songs on here. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive start. Okay, fellas, we're moving on to 1989, the great radio controversy. Which was one of my personal favorite albums. This had some monster hits on it, too. Yes, it did. We're going to play one right now. This wasn't their biggest hit, but this was a sweet tune. Hang tough. song went way up on the charts as well a couple others we're going to play we could probably get on this whole album for the rest of the podcast it's so good henceforth why it's probably one of my favorite albums didn't somebody we know have this poster in their bedroom would have probably been the bones because he loved these guys Mm. Had some top ten singles, especially Love Song. That's a booty bit giddy. Well, Love Song was, you know, just that. Again, their contribution to the uh, ballad for sure, and it was an excellent, was good excellent, excellent ballad too. Did the Smuts ever cry to that song? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. He probably has many nights with that one. So again, this this was released February 1st, 1989, recorded in 1988 at Bearsville Studio, Woodstock, New York. It's basically, genre is glam metal, heavy metal, hard rock, and it was 59 minutes, 18 seconds long. Oh, wow. Now we're getting details. Getting deep there. Yeah. We're going to do it right. Steve Thompson, again, was produced this album. Top 10 song right here. 
I like the guitar. Yeah. Did this, did this chart number it, one? or It charted pretty high. And also because of the MTV, these guys got a lot of, lot of airplay. A lot of rotation. I'd have to say this is probably my top three favorite Tesla songs. This is was released as a single on August 11th, 1989. Heaven's Trail was released as a single January 1989. Hang Tough released April 1989. And the way it is released as a single March 1990. I think I, I'm fairly certain that they used to play this at the uh, high school dances. Oh, I'm sure they did. Oh yeah, because those days are foggy. <laughs> because when I was there, I was probably jet lagged then too. So basically, these, this album and these four singles was responsible for rocketing the band's career to stardom. Yeah, they opened up for some big bands like Poison and Def Leppard, and you just name it, of a who's who of the 1980s. And the album was titled after the controversy about the identity of the inventor of the radio. Thomas Edison. Yep. Yeah, they had a big thing with him going through their albums. Wait, are you telling me that Tesla had a problem with Edison? Oh, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I think it was one of those friendly riders. I don't think he got it. <laughs> Who, me? You talking to me? Yeah. I ain't getting much of anything. Yeah, we're talking about that, too. This song kind of got me into Tesla right here. When you had to go to work. You heard this song when you had to get up to go to school. You heard this song. Girlfriend broke up with you. You heard this song. That's the way it is. Nothing really flashy about these guys. They just would catch you. He has a distinct voice. I mean, you know how you have some bands out there where you're like, you really gotta listen to the voice, especially when it's a new song to figure out who it is. There's really no disguise in his voice. New. No. He's got a really unique voice that really like stood out. Raspy kind of, but it's a little bit higher. Just fits. This yeah. album was certified double platinum by the RIAA on July 23rd, 1998. Sweet. You know, and here's another thing. You know, sometimes you have that sophomore slump where you can come out with a bang. Your first album, your debut album is all those collected songs since you were, you know, formed the band. So it's like the greatest hits of what you have on record. And then the second album is usually the sophomore slump because now you're under pressure to write singles. These guys did it. They did it. Yeah, yeah. This is this is by far their better album, I think. In my opinion, that is. That's my favorite, too. Unfortunately, we have to move on. Let the-
the celebration begin with Case and Court. Lisa and her staff provide a wide selection of beer, wine, and spirits at competitive prices. They have everything you need for your next party, get together with friends, or that special occasion. Open Monday through Sunday, so stop by Case and Court. 835 North Main Street, Geneva, Indiana. Hey, this is J.R. Richards, the original singer from Dishwalla, and you are listening to the Headbangers Vault. 1991 Psychotic Seppa. I did like this album. I didn't like it as well as their second one, but it had some good tunes on it. This was right before the grunge, so it slipped in, and it got some pretty big hits in 91. You know, and the so far, the first three, same producers. Yeah, you can tell. Which, that doesn't always happen. No. Especially two of them. Same two producers. Because the production was just so slick. Psychotic. Sapa. Is the third studio album. Released in 1991. The album peaked at 13 on the Billboard 200. Was certified platinum by the RIAA on November 5th of 1991. But this did lack a hit single, unfortunately. But these songs were floating around. Yeah, about this time in in, in musical era, it was... You know, we discussed this the other night that it wasn't that the music was bad. You know, it was just overdone, you know, but as we know today, you know, 80s, 80s music is, again, on the incline. Yeah. Yes. So that's awesome. And I do want to point out this song, which is Song and Emotion, is about Steve Clark from Def Leppard, because there was a connection between Tesla and Def Leppard. They were big friends, and Tesla is in the video for Hysteria, if you watch that real closely, mm-hmm. when they're dancing that big ball yep. scene. yep. These guys tore together, good buddies. This was another kind of staple hit on the radios. You know, I don't know too many bands that has ever said anything bad about Def Leppard. No. I mean, you know, Joe Elliott is generally a really cool guy. I mean, the whole band, they're a bunch of great guys. They try to get along and want to get along with everybody. And if you listen to some of Tesla's songs, sound just like Leopard, like this song right here. Listen to this intro. There's Def Leopard right there. You can hear that influence. Yeah. Hey, what has ten legs and nine arms? Def Leopard. <laughs> One for Woody. Hey, what you give wasn't that a single? Yes, it was. That's what I thought. It so didn't chart though. Not very high. But fellas, we got to back up a little bit because we almost forgot. These guys had a big album in 1990, and we almost forgot about this one right here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Five band acoustical jam. This was a big album. This is, I'm sorry for those 
people didn't listen to Tesla. This is what introduced them right here. Yeah, yeah, this was... This is a big hit. They recorded this before they went on tour with Motley Crue. Me working for you. Hey, this was on the radio a lot. This is actually a really good song. Yes, I really like it. Is. I I admit I'm all about the originals normally, but this is better than the original. Yeah, I think so too. I'd have to agree. No. Not taking away anything from the original artist either. This just have more life to it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems to be, it seems to have more of a, a joy, but like a still making the statement with being. I don't feel like I'm being preached to really, like the original. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. That would be one that just lost it. In 1994, in the height of the grunge, I can't believe it, these guys released an album called Bust a Nut. This was actually on the radio a little bit, floating around in between the grunge singles. This is Mama's Fool. Now, listen to the production difference because they got a new producer on this album. I didn't like this album too much. It had a few good songs. It had Shine Away. That was okay. Didn't have any radio hits. Well, Bust a Nut is the fourth studio album. It was released in 1994. It was released Geffen Records. The first single was Mama's Fool, followed by Need Your Loving and A Lot to Lose. The album was certified gold by the RIAA on March 16th, 1995. Okay. Producer was Terry Thomas. Just for your FYI. I already knew that. (laughs) Now there was a Japanese bonus track that I discovered years later, and it is a cover of Led Zeppelin's The Ocean. Oh, wow. And they do this song justice. Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever heard this. Oh, there's some My more Tesla. surprises coming, trust Is me. It really? Yes. I had no idea there was. Yes. Wow. I'm actually impressed so far. The, the 
Japanese market always gets the good songs. Yeah, why do they always get the good stuff? Well, now that you don't buy DVD or CDs anymore, you don't really have that problem much. No, you can and find digital. what you want. Digital? You had to go to Wood Nickel, half of these things, and get those Japanese imports just to get a copy of it. You pay $35 for a damn, you know, CD Wood for nickel. one song. Yep. If you were a fanatic. And these guys did break up in 96. They were gone. I mean, totally gone. But they did return in 2000. Well, at some point in time, you need money. So here's a Nikki fun fact. On November 2011, or in November 2011, Bust the Nut was ranked number 10, preceded by R.E.M.'s Monster on Guitar World Magazine's top 10 list of guitar albums of 1994. Hmm. Awesome kind of a retrospect. Check out Spare Time Lanes in Burn, Indiana for all your bowling needs. Lance and his crew serve up a meat lunch, dinner, and Friday breakfast with 16 beers, including craft beers, on tap. Brand new cooler and TVs for your sporting entertainment. So come on into Spare Time Lanes Monday through Saturday for some bowling action, great food, great beer, and all-around fun. And maybe drink a bush latte with the smuts. When they got back in 2000, it was because of a radio personality, and he somehow had a hand in getting these guys back together. And they played a big show in Sacramento, and then soon after, they recorded a live album, Replugged Live. Then they went on tour on the Rock Never Stops with a bunch of 80s bands, so Tesla was back. This album peaked number 37 on Australian albums the finnish album at number 33 japanese album at 31 swiss album at 43 uk at 51 and u.s billboard 200 at number 20 and then they did come out with a new studio album in 03 and it is called into the now that is actually a little bit more heavier of an album let's play a tune this is look at me let's play a tune we shall with nikki lane I actually really like this album. It's Woody? Heavy. I think you need to have a couple beers to liven up, buddy. <laughs> I think I had a I think I had enough last night. <laughs> <laughs> This was also very well received by you know, the fans. This, I can kinda hear a little Def Leppard in this too. Because you know what? These guys were smart. They waited till the grunge washed away, and they came back slowly. Well, it's funny because after Bust a Nut, they had uh, the best of, and then they had a live album. Yep. Yeah. I actually like this. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a good album. Check it out, Woody. I I really do. I like this. Oh, we made an impression. I never heard this album. 
Did they maintain a core group? They did, but their one guitar player, Tommy Scooch, actually got the heave ho, and he was gone. Then they replaced him. Hmm. What was the reasoning behind that? I think it was drug, alcohol, problems. He did rejoin for a little bit, but Tommy just couldn't kick them bad habits. I heard that it was because uh, he had a habit of not returning his library books. Yeah. Well, those guys must have been pretty screwed. Wasn't that, wasn't that actual Rose? <laughs> or no, that was actually Nikki Six. He used to go into... Uh, what was her name? Originally started managing them, but she worked in a record store and they had like a rental program or something. And he'd used to go in and rent records and he'd never return them, so she'd have to pay for for him. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know that that was the least of their problems. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, fellas, they released a two volume collection of cover tunes called Real to Real in O. Seven and the B one's got a little what about, surprise. What about standing room only? That was another live album. Oh, These guys it? are big on live albums. That was an O2. Now here's a little surprise. This was a bonus track on Real to Real 2. Japanese release. Yep. Just wait oh. for it. I just discovered this Black today. Sabbath. Yeah. Holy snot. And you know what's cool about these two albums is that they used analog tape and vintage equipment to record these albums. And this volume two was only available if you went to one of their concerts. Speaking of which, keep that thought in mind for towards later into the show for another announcement. Okay. But keep that in in mind, analog equipment. Now you have me wondering. Inquiring minds want to know. Stay tuned. The world will learn. Doing the drum motions. <laughs> Just like witches at black masses. Ow! Evil minds at top destruction. Sorcerers of death's construction. This just blows my mind that these guys did this song. And so far, it's pretty kicking. It's resonating. I've got a cold. I've got a cold, man. Who? Who? Me. I got cares. A... You're a dick. My boy does that to me all the time. <laughs> and then, fellas, we had in 08 Forevermore. Yeah, I don't know. I'll play a track. It didn't impress me too much, but this was kind of a filler album. And this was also released on Tesla's own record label, Tesla Electric Company Recordings. 
28. You know what? I think... I think I'm finding a resurgency for a need to listen to Tesla. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. Yep. Time to get that old Tesla CD out. Yeah. I forgot just how damn good these guys rocked. They got a lot of albums. And they got a lot of live albums. So they put out four albums initially on Geffen. And then they just disappeared, didn't they? Broke up. Had enough. Yep. They just were fighting and the grunge heard their sales and it was over. Too bad. You know what? You could almost say that the grunge, although I'm a big fan, the grunge movement was like COVID-19. It just killed a lot of things. <laughs> Businesses. I mean. Well, again, I, you know, I, you know, I've made a lot of comments on past posts about how the grunge did kill the, the rock and glam air, but it, it wasn't grunge. It was the fact that people were tired of the same show. You know, glam band after glam band doing the same thing. Same look, you know, and here comes the Seattle scene. Different look, different sound. And it didn't last very long either. But no, it didn't last. It didn't have to because in 50 years we're still going to be talking about Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Well, no, because nobody does now anyway. So my boy's 17 and guess what he listens to? He listens to a lot of crap. Because you push it down his throat. Never did. (laughs) Never did. (laughs) Whatever. It's getting heated in here. Okay, fellas, we got to move on before you guys start beating on each other. Twisted Wire and Acoustic Sessions, which is three new tracks and three recordings of ten previously released tracks. And I want to play this one. This is a little surprise for you guys. See if you remember this 70s tune. And I want you guys to tell me what band originally did this. Oh, yeah. I know this song. Who this the heck was this? is uh, an awesome song. These guys nailed it. This is the Climax Blues Band. Yeah. This is kind of some AM gold right here. It's a good song. Yes. What was this? Real to Real 2? This Volume is two Twisted Wire and the Acoustic okay. Sessions. I think these guys were a one-hit wonder, weren't they? Yeah. You know, all these all these songs that they've redone and re-released, they've really... Uh, they've done them justice. Yeah. They got a few kind of sleeper loser tunes, but the majority of them are really good. Well, those are probably B-sides, too. And some of their cover tunes are really good. There's a few. Okay, listen to Real to Real. There's some of them that were kind of like, eh. Some of them are good. I'm still kind of impressed about Oceans. 
remake. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That was a good one. But this was pretty good too. If you're looking for an honest, dependable auto repair facility, then look no further than Shady Smuts Garage. Whether your vehicle needs brakes, engine work, or just routine maintenance, the nephew of the Smuts can do it all. Located at 8049 Whites Road, Salina, Ohio, contact Daniel at 260-849-0915 to schedule quality work today. 260-849-0915. Okay, fellas, we're going to 2014. 10th studio album, released June 10th, 2014, in the U.S. and four days earlier in Europe. Simplicity sold around 14,000 copies in the United States in its first week of release. The record arrived in stores on June 10th via Tesla Electric Company Recordings. Actually, they, mm. they've been on their own record label since so, yeah. after Geffen. I think they had one album after Geffen, Geffen. After that, I think they produced their own stuff, haven't they? Yeah. Pretty, pretty sure. This is Rise and Fall. This is probably my least favorite Tesla album. I struggled to find a song that really hit the sweet spot for me. did sell around 1,400 copies in its first week, so there's a lot of Tesla fans out there. You know, I know we all get older and our voices change, but his voice has changed a little bit. Yeah, you see him live and you can definitely tell. Well, let me tell you, I'm 50, I'll be 51 years old in, on November 15th. You don't look a day over 60. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> Continue with your story. No, I'm done. Now he's pouting. You're he's pouting now. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell it. <laughs> Is that Ray? <laughs> that was Ray. Yeah, that's Ray G. He lent us some of his laugh tracks. <laughs> what a great guy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> 2016, they released Mechanical Resonance Live. And then they played all their live songs on that, which was a celebration of their 30th anniversary that we have the Rock Dog, the Woody Rock Dog. Yeah. I think, I think our studio food is here. I'm going to dig out the old Tesla CDs, man. Hey, this song was released just as a single. wasn't on any albums. Save that goodness. You know, and the good thing about Tesla, too, is, is through the years... You've noticed they stayed true to who they were. Yeah. They kept the same sound. They didn't veer off. Well, you know what? One of the other things they didn't do is 
try to sound like the grunge movement. Right, you know, right. To, they, to keep they, their uh, record deals. They whatever. didn't. They didn't sell out. They didn't. You know, they stayed true to who the hell they were. And they bowed out in the mid '90s and just kind of waited and rode the wave. Yes. Yep. Yep. I think we're going to have to have an intervention. Oh. <laughs> hey, how do you think you earn this right here? So, anybody listening, this is just a tangent. If you ever come to Indiana, you got to hit Pizza King. Yeah. You guys just don't know how good that pizza is and how lucky we are around here to have this pizza chain. Like, I've been That's in Indiana. Plug. I've been in Indiana now for two days, and I've had Pizza King two days in a row. He's pretty much put their profits back in order the last two days. <laughs> last album, fellas, 2019, Shock. This was produced by Phil Collin from Def Leppard. It was okay. Had a few hit songs that I liked. Last album to feature their original drummer, Troy Lakeda. He retired. I thought this was a really grooving tune right here. Kind of has a retro sound to it. Yeah. These guys are still touring today. I'm sure they're going to put some new stuff out soon because they always do. Oh, yeah. Totally retro. You can hear that back, back in vocals. Def Leppard influence yeah. with yeah. Phil as the producer. This almost sounds like uh, Def Leppard's new album, uh, Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to get Jeff Keith on the, on the podcast one of these days. Yes, we will. Yeah, just call him up. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Well, you number. can have Smuts do it. He's got all the connections. Yeah, he's, he's well connected. Yep. I have their number in my Rolodex somewhere. I'll have to okay. get that out. We're going to talk to him. So, fellas, as we lead out here, your final thoughts on Tesla. Well, again, like I said, that I'm definitely going to dig out the old Tesla CDs and get them in the old Hummer or the H3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and check but, out some of their newer material too because yeah. you're be impressed and listen to those those uh hidden tracks gems yes. yeah they they were i mean they Good. done them justice yes for sure for sure and on the real to real cover album it's good it's got some good stuff on it it's got some okay stuff on it it's basically 60s and 70s music they redid but some of it's really impressive as you found out from war pigs you know they tesla definitely left their mark in the in the rock world they you know they they left the legacy behind and they survived the years they so they're a band that working man's band let's, let's say this I wouldn't be surprised in the not-so-near future that there is not another album by Tesla. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be. Or at least, guys, you should do it. Well, sure especially if we can will. get a hold of him and he comes on this podcast, their popularity just shoot up. They'd yeah, almost would. be forced to yeah. go back to the street. I know it would. Everybody in the world listens to Headbanger Vault. Yes. We have the best guests, the best contest, the best content. Yeah. And oh. we have plenty of history and trivia. 
lessons. Well, my final thoughts is I'm sorry. I'm still kind of disappointed we didn't, weren't talking about the cars, but... You know, it was a good time anyway. We can we can throw a. <laughs> That'll be in the future. I'm sorry, he did have too much beer last night. Oh yeah, suffering. I had to pat him on the back and rub his little bald head and. You know, okay. None of that's true at all. <laughs> so we're looking forward to Nikki Lane and Woody to come back on Friendsgiving coming up here in a few weeks. That's our big spectacular Thanksgiving. I won't be live. I won't be here. He'll flesh. be calling in. Oh. Woody's going to get off work and mm-hmm. join us, and mm-hmm. we always have a lot of fun on that one, so everybody, please tune in. You know, a lot of things have happened. I remember calling you on the phone, B1, and saying, man, I think we need to start a podcast. Yes. And that has spurred a ton of changes in our lives. Yes. Big you know, things popping, little you, things stopping. You have taken the reins of the podcast, and you have taken it full force. You know, uh, Rock Girl and I, we took off to Arkansas to start our own thing, which I'll get to here in just a second. Smuts is opening a music venue. Yep, as we've discussed and, before. Which is awesome, and I can guarantee you he is going to have some great bands. Yeah, so tune in to the future for yes. that. And Nikki Lane, what is your announcement? So our announcement is that we will be building a new recording studio as soon as I get back in Arkansas. And he's going to record some music. It's going to be nice. I saw the plans for it. I mean, it's state-of-the-art cardboard and pallets. You're right. It's going to look really nice. (laughs) It's going to fit right in with the South. We want to make, record, write music. Just the same way that they did back in the late 70s and early 80s. Well, we look forward to that there, Nikki so, Lane. Yeah, we're looking. You call in the show and get us some more info as it happens. Yeah, we are up to actually three bands. We are managing three very good bands. Uh, again, Kingdom Falls, Blanket of M. I think Kingdom Falls and Blanket of M and them, they're all willing to come down here and play at the Smuts Venue. Okay, and we'll hopefully get him on the show. Do we have a name for that yet? By it's way? called The Venue. That, the Venue. That is the Schmutz's I new... I will forget that name. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Venue. We'd like to thank Woody. Thank Anytime. Time. The returning Nikki Lane for coming on. And thank you. Thank you for having me, as always. We hope you check out Tesla. Check out all their newer stuff, their older stuff. You won't be disappointed. No. So, and we'd like to thank Rock Girl for hanging out as well. Yeah, she puts up with all of us. So everybody, check us out on Spotify and Podbean and what Nikki Lane says. If it's too loud, you're too old. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Later. Thank you for listening to The Headbangers Vault, bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your hosts, B1 Bomb and The Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. If you're too... If it's... (laughs) (laughs) Take two.